Hey guys, thanks so much for stopping by. I'm here with my friend Andre today. We got a good little interview going, just gonna talk about his agency, um, some of the lead gen strategies he does, his story. But Andre, <clears throat> take it away, man. Tell us about yourself and some of the, so yeah, some of your agency and maybe how it got started, you know, who you are. Uh, and I'll, yeah, hand over the floor to you. Sweet, yeah, thanks so much for having me on, Will. Love what you're doing with the show and with your agency and in the online space. So. My name is Andre Hagel Jr. Um, I'm basically an entrepreneur that runs an agency uh, that does lead generation for other agency owners and uh, a coaching program that helps other agency owners to start and scale. And I got started in the space like four or five years ago, actually. Actually, not in the agency space in digital marketing, but like in the sneaker reselling business. That was like my first taste of entrepreneurship. Um, and back then it's funny cause I'm pretty sure your audience and you and me, we're all like accustomed to money Twitter, which is where all <laughs> yeah. of, like these online agency owners hang out. Like when I first got started four or five years ago, it used to be called sneaker Twitter and that's where <laughs> all like the sneaker heads and, and resellers used to hang out. Um, so I was on Twitter way back then running different businesses and then fast forward to now, I'm on Money Twitter, and uh, yeah, again, growing an agency and a coaching program. Nice, man. Yeah, that's uh, so. I had a I have a similar story, but not nearly to your success. I bought uh, was it Jordan Eleven Space Jams back when I was 16 years old. No, it, Do you remember when those dropped? I don't know. They they were the 2016 yeah, versions. Like, oh, I caught them. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so I was like one of the only people in my friend group to get them. Uh, I'm like hyped about reselling them. Like I wanted to get into it. And dude, I got scammed out of my 11s. <laughs> I, had to ship I like this guy took my money from Kixify. Do you know that app? It's like it's oh, like yeah. a Kixify app. And he, he, he sent me a fake PayPal. I was so stupid. Like 16 oh, years God. old, got scammed out of it. So never going back to dude, that again. I, I think that's learned. I learned so many lessons. Like I didn't make a whole bunch of money. Honestly, like I got out of it what I wanted to, which was like, I got into sneaker reselling because I love sneakers. Like I wanted to have a pair of space jams, but my mom mm -hmm. went buy them for me. And as like a 16 year old, I didn't have like $300 to spend on shoes like every right. week. And so I would just buy a bunch of pairs, resell enough to be able to have my own pair for free. And that's what like I got out <laughs> of it. But like, I, yeah, I had so many, happenings like the one you just talked about where i got scammed or i made a stupid mistake mm. and a lot of that taught me uh i guess what to do in these situations now today absolutely i think some of that stuff is necessary especially in any business you start you're gonna mess up um but it was definitely a uh, an eye-opener because you know some stuff like that has happened since then and you're just like all right i've learned my lesson i'm good to go like not falling for yeah. that stuff anymore well, cool, man. That's that's really awesome. I'm I'm trying to make my splash on uh, on money Twitter as well. Um, but hey, can you talk a little bit about the start of your agency, um, what that process was like, and then if you're comfortable sharing, kind of how much you've scaled it to a month, um, and then you know what your goals are for 2023? Because I know that uh, a lot of you know people on on money Twitter have some ambitious goals, and and I, I bet you're in that space as well. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So I started my agency. Uh, I want to say September 2020, so about two okay. years ago, uh, a little over two years ago. And I started it with uh, the guy I was doing the podcast with, Christian, who you've probably seen on Twitter. We went to school together, did a podcast together. Uh, and then my cousin, who 
uh, does all of the sales for our agency. So like right away, I had a, a really good team. Like we we're three co-founders mm-hmm. that all specialized in uh, either lead gen, sales, or fulfillment. Like the three core components of any agency. Right. And so that was that. That's a key part of the story because the way we've been able to scale is a, a large part due to that. Um, but when we first started our agency, we were pretty lost. Um, our offer didn't really make sense. And like, I think we had invested $10,000 between the three of us into the business bank account to say, okay, this is all we need really to get this off the ground. And I want to say like 75% of that in the first three months was put into Facebook ads with nothing to show for. Mm. So like the first three months of our agency was negative. Like we lost money consistently for three months to the point where we didn't have any money left to try again. Um, or we didn't have a lot of money left. I think it was like a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars, and uh, that's when we came across cold email, which was like this really cheap, low budget uh, way to acquire clients for an agency. And so, just like with anything else, I got really into it, learned all the ins and outs, found the people that were having success with it, and just like got obsessed. And so we took cold email, got really good at it, and used that to scale our own agency. And that was still with a pretty shitty offer. And so it got to the point where we're like, okay, we're actually really good at the cold email thing. Let's just offer that. Um, Because obviously it's helped us and it can help other people that were struggling like we were. And so we started uh, offering cold email as a service. It's a lot different now than it used to be. Uh, And we've had a bunch of iterations over like our agency growth journey. Um, but yeah, we went from like literally losing money. And I think in the first six months, even we only made like five or $6,000. Uh, mm-hmm. and now we're consistently doing, um, we had one six figure month this month in 2022. We want to make that like the norm in 2023. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll hit a seven figure run rate in 2022, which is dope. Uh, and yeah, we could kind of go through how we got there. Yeah, definitely. That that's super awesome, man. Congrats on the success. It sounds like a lot of hard work has paid off. Um, I I think that what I've found is consistent among <clears throat> agency owners specifically, but also just really any successful business is that consistency is like the one core piece of like, you know, th- this is what I'm gonna do or it's nothing. Um, and I think that like what you said, you had five to six months where you made a total of five to six grand across a couple of different people. And then now you're doing yeah. six figure months. It's crazy. Like it just shows, like I think a lot of people that, that I don't say a lot of people, I think there's some people that watch my channel that will watch these videos and then like watch Eman Gadzi's videos and watch all the Sebastian Georgie videos and be like, I'm going to do this. And then like, never really make the first step. And so I think once they do, they don't see any results. And then it's like, ah, this isn't for me. It's like, nah, man, keep it going. Like consistency is the absolute number one thing. Um, I love that. It, it, that's awesome. So, so lead gen is pretty much the, the backbone of your agency. Can you talk about, I know you, you said cold email without revealing too much. If you were to give somebody advice on, okay, somebody came to you and they said, I want to start an agency. I want to get it to 10 K a month. How would I do that with cold email? What would you tell them? Yeah, great question. Uh, so, and I'm not afraid to, to share, like that's actually how I've been able to grow and have as much success in this space mm-hmm. as I've had is, is just like sure. sharing uh, and not holding anything back. Um, and so 
what I would say to someone just getting started with cold email is uh, there's really three things to consider. Like if you could do these three things well, you'll have success with cold email. And the first is deliverability. This is like the boring stuff that no one wants to talk about or spend time on. But like you have to ensure that your emails are actually being delivered to the inbox. And it's actually really simple the way you do it. You just buy multiple domains and there is a process in doing that. Basically, any sending tool or cold email software has a guide on how to properly set up email accounts to be used with their tool. So just take the time to go through and set up multiple email accounts properly. Uh, and so the way I measure it is if you message a thousand people through email, you'll get one client. As long as you have an offer that people kind of want and you have a sales process that sort of works right so like what i'm getting at there is if you sign if you can't sign a client from a thousand prospects in an email sequence it's not the email sequence that's the problem <laughs> and so that's the measure right deliverability if you want to if you want to reach out to a thousand prospects a month you probably only need like five email accounts to do that so that's the first thing set up five email accounts make sure they're warmed up make sure they're set up properly follow the guides that are online um, most people just completely skip that step they might use like a, a gmail account or an account that's not fully warmed up or an, or even their main business email account which you totally do not want to do mm -hmm. um, so that's step one step two is targeting um again like this is just like general marketing advice but still it's so important especially with cold emails like if your target market says e-commerce brands like go one level deeper and with your email campaign and it's not to say you can only work with these people but for your email campaign you have to be talking to a specific niche instead of just econ brands go after supplement brands or mm -hmm. fitness brands in the uk and and find different variables that you can point to that makes the targeting unique because uh, that's going to feed into the third piece which is messaging um, and if you know you're targeting a really specific subset in an in a niche or an industry your messaging can be a lot stronger you could use relevant case studies you can use personalization without having to use any of the AI personalization tools because you know exactly who you're speaking to and, and what they care about. And so if you string all three of those things together, deliverability, specific targeting, uh, and personalized messaging that's relevant to your targeting, you'll email a thousand prospects, get on the phone with say five to 10 of them uh, and close one of them on your offer. And if that works out in a way that's ROI positive, you just five exit or 10 exit or 20 exit. And it's not like Facebook ads. And the great thing about cold email, it's not like when you increase your ad budget on Facebook ads, the entire ad changes and Facebook starts to show it to different people and starts yeah. to drain it underwater. Like cold email is really as simple as like thousand prospects. We'll get you on 10 calls. We'll get you on one client. 2000 prospects. We'll get you 20 calls. We'll get you two clients. Um, and it's very scalable in that sense. Um, so like gotcha. that was, that would be my quick starters guide is buy five domains, find a sending tool that works for you. I personally like Malady uh, and QuickMail and then get really specific with your targeting, write decent messaging. And uh, like you said, even before that, it's all consistency. Like it might not work for the first three months, but you have to keep going. Um, and that's what most people aren't willing to do. Right. Yeah. That's what separates the, the boys from the men for sure. So I love that. That's tons of value in that. Um, and if you guys don't <laughs> take advantage of that, that's you're dumb. But somebody might go, Andre, that's a that's a great strategy. Where can I even find a thousand leads? What would you tell somebody that, that asks you that? Yeah. So again, it's like really 
first off figuring out who are your like who are you trying mm-hmm. to find um it's you also have to be like smart about it too because there's obviously not like a thousand people that sell marvel apparel in e-commerce right so <laughs> right. like if that's your niche you're probably going to struggle to find a prospect <laughs> list of a thousand um but if it's something like marketing agencies with uh 10 to 50 employees because that's typically the gap where they need growth or they need help with sales and legion then you can go to a bunch of different tools um like it gets really the the legion list building process now especially is a lot different than it used to be just because like as you can imagine like data and privacy Mm -hmm. it's not as easy to find emails that are accurate and up-to-date and relevant Um, but what i found is like the best way to do this is it's like a two-layered approach so i always build the accounts list first and then the prospect list so what i mean by that is i will first identify accounts or companies that i want to work with and then from that list of companies i will say okay i want to talk to the ceos the founders the owners the cmos the marketing directors the Mm -hmm. uh, sales vps whoever the decision maker contacts i think are I'll basically enrich that list of companies with those job titles and decision maker contacts. The way I do that, the first the first step to finding the contact or the uh, accounts list, basically companies I want to work with. There's actually a really good tool called Ocean, and like say I want to work with uh, you know marketing agencies like KnowledgeX, like my agency. I could just type in KnowledgeX and it'll show me all companies that are similar to KnowledgeX. So it's like a lookalike search tool. Okay. Um, and then I could take all those companies that are like KnowledgeX, export them and put them into a tool like Apollo or Snove.io or Sales Navigator and say, I want the CEOs, the founders, the owners, all the decision makers at this list of companies and they'll give me the emails. Um, and so it's a two layered process of first identify the types of companies you want to work with. Once you have that list of companies, then identify the decision maker contacts at those companies and then use mm-hmm. tools like, again, Apollo, Snove, um, Uplead, Sales Navigator, ListKit is, is a tool I'm working on that will be available soon to help with stuff like this. And so just being resourceful, like there's so many tools and so many ways to do it. Definitely. Yeah, that's man, tons of value. Um, I, I think that's super cool. And you know, if, if, uh, if there's anybody out there that's watching that, that, you know, needs a sign to start, I think this is it, you know, there could not be a more simpler, this is what you need to do. <laughs> so super cool, man. I, I know you mentioned earlier that, um, you're working on a coaching business. Can you talk a little bit about that? Kind of where that's at right now. Um, and then how you got that started, I, I would assume, right. You, you kind of learned like, Oh, this is working for me. I'm going to teach everybody else. And you, you spoke a little bit earlier about how that's how you were able to grow. Um, but talk about that process of turning your value that you're providing into actual coaching business and how you kind of found, found leads for that as well. Yeah. Great question. So the way I got started in the coaching business was, uh, through cold email wizard, uh, who's like a mm-hmm. really popular guy or brand or page in, in the money Twitter space. Yep. And so like, I actually learned cold email through him. I took his course uh, right before we started our agency. It was like $97 at the time. It taught me everything I needed to know about cold email. Um, And so we kind of built up a good relationship. I joined his private groups. Um, I added a lot of value to people that he was working with. And he like, you just, you can tell like when someone is really uh, 
into the work that you're doing and actually is mm-hmm. making a commitment to add value to not only you, but also the people that you're working with. And that's what I was doing. And I wasn't even realizing it. It was just like, I was so like obsessed and, and in the mix with cold email, just wanting to learn everything and, and just everything there is to learn about it that I was right. just naturally like the most active. And I was asking questions, providing value, sharing updates, sharing, like excited about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he caught on to it, I think. Um, and then we uh, got on like a call and he, he was asking about what I was working on. And this is right when we started to have success with our agency, uh, which was cool because it kind of was like a case study uh, for his course. And then I was also working on a resource at the time. It was like more, it was going to be an SOP for my agency. And mm-hmm. it was going to be used to train inbox managers, which was basically like a role where if we got a response to a cold email, the inbox manager would go in and try to get that person to book a call. And he was also like in a spot where he hadn't released a course in a long time. So he's like, this would actually be a great course for people that have bought cold email mastery. Mm-hmm. Now they know how to cold email. They have to now learn how to handle the replies and book calls. Right. And so I just gave him the entire resource and said, do whatever you want with it and see how it goes. And so we partnered on that course. It was called the vault. And within the first 30 days he launched it, we did over six figures in revenue. Nice. And that was more than like I'd ever made with an agency or anything else. So for me, that was like, holy shit, like we need to do more of this. What's the next course? Um, (laughs) And then we were kind of like, okay, slow down. Um, Instead of doing low ticket things, let's just start a coaching program because a lot of other people in our space were kind of going in that direction. And so we kind of looked at everything we knew, all the value that we could provide, and we started uh, Client Ascension to basically help other agency owners in the lead generation space start and scale their own agency business. Because I had done it, Daniel had done it, um, and then the team that we had at the time was very well versed and again lead gen sales and fulfillment the three core pillars mm-hmm. that any agency needs to grow and succeed um and then now it's turned into a whole different beast because us four are four out of the i think 17 coaches that we have in the program now that teach things like twitter growth linkedin growth appointment setting mindset uh, lead generation through different channels, like just we have coaches in all different topics and, and areas of expertise now and over, uh, I think over 170 students in the program now too, which is just nuts. Nice. Yeah, I, that that's awesome, man. I, I said this in my, my last um, podcast with Caden Jara, but it, it continues to be true. You get rich by starting a successful business. You get wealthy by teaching other people how you started that successful business. And it, it continues yeah. to be true, man. And, and I was saying that as well. It's like, it's also a, a, a little like sense of purpose kind of thing too, because you're, yes, you're being the, the successful entrepreneur, but what good are you really doing if you're not teaching other people how to get out of the crappy situations that you used to be in as well? You know what I mean? Exactly it's like everybody it. starts, everybody starts from here. And if you could teach other people how to get from, you know, here to here, then man, you're doing God's work. That's super cool, man. Uh, congrats to all the success, man, dude, six figures in that amount of time. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> Thank you, awesome, man. man. Well, Hey, is there any good side projects that you're working on? I feel like people would probably be interested if you're, you're building any of these side businesses or are you dialed into, you know, your agency and client ascension right now? Yeah. So like, again, I've been in entrepreneurship for like 
four or five years now, and I think the biggest reason it took me this long to have success was because my focuses were so diverted, mm-hmm. uh, and I was trying so many things, and I want to go back and change it, because I think that's how I learned uh, about myself and my strengths and, and where to put my focus, Absolutely. but it's, it also held me back from having success. So now mm-hmm. that I have these businesses and these in these models and these teams, especially the team is so important, uh, that is succeeding. I'm pouring everything into just that. Um, we are working on on other side projects like ListKit is is a SaaS that we've been working on for mm-hmm. over a year now, um, and so like that's in development. We work with uh, like on a partnership level with some of the students in Client Ascension and their different businesses. So we have like bits and pieces of what other people are doing. But anytime I look at an outside opportunity or a side project, I always evaluate how it's how it fits into the current mix uh mm-hmm. with knowledge x and with client ascension and with ListKit. those are really like the three businesses we're fully a part of um and and also like what you said is so important like if someone is sitting there and they're struggling to come up with an offer they're not really sure how they can provide value the the reoccurring theme for me and really any successful person is helping their past self like you said and it doesn't just have to be through a coaching program because like you and Kaden were talking about, you could get rich through uh, an agency and then get wealthy through coaching. Like that's one mm-hmm. model, but the agency too was actually built to help my former self because I'm just now helping agency owners that are struggling with lead gen and growth. Right. Just like I was when I was burning all my money on Facebook ads. <laughs> um, coaching is a way more scalable cash flow positive business model. Um, and it's not, for everyone because you really do have to be able to to coach and, and build a team and community of coaches to provide value to your students because mm-hmm. they are pretty expensive coaching programs typically are um but yeah it's, it's like if you can help your former self through some service or coaching program or software even uh that's typically the most successful way of doing it yeah that's awesome man cool um we'll talk a little bit about your mindset going into all this stuff. I mean, you've touched on it throughout the podcast, but man, what's something that separates you from other successful entrepreneurs? Yeah, I would say, I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs just don't take mindset seriously at all. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you see this on the the money Twitter space as well as like a lot of guys and no judgment or anything like that. But like the, the vibe on money Twitter is like, Oh, like, I'm the man, like, I'm just going to do this all myself, like, <laughs> yeah. fuck everyone else, like, get yeah. out of my way, like, I don't need you, like, it's, it, there's a, a big ego, like, a big ego cloud around money yep. Twitter, I think, personally, um, and I see this because I've been working with a mindset coach from South Africa for, like, three years, uh, we initially had him on our podcast back in college, and I was just really, like, I need to be around someone like this to help me, because, the biggest reason entrepreneurs fail in our space, especially, is because they are just not good operators. Um, they are not good business owners, and it's not because they don't understand business or know how to sell or do marketing. It's because they are not showing up to do these things with full clarity and confidence uh, in in a proper mindset. Um, and it's just like it's so simple. It's simple stuff, but like showing like if you're communicating with a client uh, or if you're on a sales call things that are going on in your personal life uh, or how you respond to certain things based on past experiences and traumas and anything else like those show up and have an effect on outcomes and people just don't realize that 
Um, mm. And I think there, it comes with a certain like maturity level as well to like say, okay, I'm going to actually go and, and get help with something like this. Um, but the benefits are, are exponential. And we actually, it's, it's, we've proven it in client ascension, like client ascension for about a half, half the time it's been around, we didn't have a mindset coach. Um, and then one of my friends told me like, Hey, I noticed you, you keep talking about this mindset coach that you work with. Have you ever thought of uh, bringing him in to help other client ascension students? And so I did, uh, and he's been in there for almost a year now. And I just did a, a client success interview with one of our uh, students in client ascension. And he had one of the most insane transformations specifically credited towards working with a mindset coach. It's like mm -hmm. insane. Um, and I think it's just something people neglect, but for me, like mindset and what it means in business is just being able to show up in client conversations, in sales conversations, in conversations with my employees and my team members mm. with full clarity and confidence and not having the other shit that's happening behind the scenes in my personal life, uh, or in my past experiences or whatever else show up and have a negative effect on those outcomes. So that, that's just the way I look at uh, mindset. Absolutely. I, I actually have a, uh, I have a client right now that I was just running TikTok ads for and she was having uh, also background on me. I, my agency specializes in social media management, email marketing and paid ads. We do some like smaller stuff as well, some smaller services like within that. But those are the, those are the three pillars. Um, and so I was running TikTok ads for this, this woman's skincare uh, business, still am. And she had somebody running her email marketing and they had, uh, they were just like a two person agency and mm. uh, I say agency, but like two person and they had some personal life stuff going on. But like, if you're a two person business in general, you should be responding to emails. And she was sending them emails and would not hear back for like weeks. And Great. look, if you're you know, like eight, nine figure business, <laughs> then you might have an excuse, right? But yeah. I think as you know, like a two person agency, you need to regardless of what's going on in your personal life, like what, what you said is, you know, be there, have the mindset and that that's what you know, lost her business and ultimately gave me business. She was like, Well, do you do email marketing? I was like, that's that's a pillar, baby. Come on. You know, let's <laughs> go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, th I think that's everything you said is super true. Um, I'll end on this. Uh, you, so I, I was doing some research on on you and, and you're building a YouTube channel. Do you want to talk about your strategy with that and maybe some goals within your YouTube channel in 2023? Um, and and kind of like, you know, I, I feel like for a lot of entrepreneurs, they kind of do it when they have time. But is there a certain amount of uploads that you want to get per week or a good short strategy? Or I, I know it's fairly new, but kind of speak on on that yeah. and the, the passion behind that. Yeah, dude. Appreciate you doing the research, <laughs> um, but yeah, on YouTube. So basically like I'm not the most outgoing person. I'm not, uh, I wouldn't say like an introvert, but maybe like back in the day I would consider myself an introvert. Uh, so like social media is kind of like big and scary for me in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And that's why I gravitated towards Twitter. Cause like you could hide behind a Twitter profile, mm -hmm. no problem. Like you never have to show your face. You never have to get on video. You could just fucking pull up your phone and type. Um, yeah. And I love that. And I did it for a year and people really resonated with the content and I still do it. And I have a really nice community over there. Um, but I also realized that I'm now in a position where people are looking to me for help uh, in my, through my coaching program or through my agency. And 
to make a decision like that, a purchasing decision to join a coaching program or to sign up with an agency, there's a level of trust that needs to be established. And that can be further established through uh, being on video. And so for me, like that's part of it is I could build a lot more trust with my audience and with my following. But the bigger part of it is actually for me to get a lot better at what I do. Um, Cause what I've found is like, if I'm like one of the videos I'm gonna work on uh, this week is how to get clients from cold email in 2023. Like really simple, mm -hmm. but like it now forces me to sit down and like, how am I gonna get clients from cold email in 2023? And now I have to like write that out and think about it. And by presenting it on video and talking about it just to a camera, for 20 minutes, it's naturally gonna force me to get better at this and to show up to conversations with clients or people that I'm helping this with on a paid level, like come across way more confident and in, in, uh, like I know what I'm talking about. Cause I do, cause I, I talk about this stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's actually a way for me to get better at the skill sets that I am uh, getting paid to teach or to help people with, which is huge. Um, and then the other piece that you talked about was like, okay, shorts. Um, shorts are actually really easy. I don't fully understand the strategy yet, um, but from my YouTube videos, I could get shorts. From this podcast episode, mm -hmm. we could get shorts. Uh, from my coaching uh, coaching calls with Ben Klein Ascension, I get mm -hmm. shorts. Um, and then I have my own podcast that I do as well once a week where we get a ton of shorts. So as long as you're showing up and putting content out to the world, like in the, these longer form formats, you'll be able to have someone, there's like a million of these agencies out there now mm -hmm. that'll go and, and take your long form and clip it up into a bunch of shorts. And then I'm currently just posting those on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, like twice a day. Um, and I just started these accounts on all those platforms and like the views are insane. Like we just started an Instagram account like last week mm -hmm. and we had like all of our videos get like five or 10 views. And then like the last two got like 15,000 and 17,000. <laughs> like out of nowhere. Dude, so I think those short form content is crazy. <laughs> yeah, just rip volume. Um, just, but focus on the long form. Just show up make sure the long form is really high quality and then have someone in the background just clipping up all different pieces of it like i don't really look at the clips ever because i know that i'm showing up here today and i'm sharing mm -hmm. a lot of valuable stuff the clips are going to take care of themselves and so right. i just focus on this part right definitely yeah that's awesome man and, and wishing you all the success in youtube in 2023 similar thing to me i started um, my YouTube channel back in, well, I, I say started, I really started it like a year ago. I, I have a Toyota Tacoma. I made like truck content, but I started making like agency content back in August. I think at the time I was at like 300 subscribers and, and I'm, I'm up to, um, almost 1500 now, but it's like wow. even putting out a, a video a week or two videos a week and making sure the value is there. Like people will just come to, and I, and I started as like a method of I wanted this to be a funnel for my agency, you know, making like e-commerce videos, social media marketing videos. And I found that instead of getting leads from my agency, which I have got, it's just the value that I'm providing people like it is so much cooler than that. And there's so yeah. many people that want that, like more than I could ever imagine. And of course you start, you know, uh, um, looking into like the E-Man Gadsies who like, 
God, it's like grown in a million, fo- a million subscribers in the past couple months, which is crazy. But it's like there's so much value to be had in the YouTube space that if you're not on it long and and uh, and short form, then you're missing out. And so I you know I commend you for for working at it and and establishing it as a part of your personal brand because I was looking back at a couple of my older videos last week and it's like the the you know, you always cringe at yourself, but <laughs> looking at like a first video, you're like, what was I doing, man? Like yeah. I, one of my first videos in the agency space was a fill light that I have was like covering half my face and it was like bright <laughs> and then dark. And one of the top comments was get a fill light, brother. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying, bro. I'm trying my best. Um, but it's just like little stuff like that will figure themselves out, man. As long as you're, you know, like we were talking about earlier, as long as you're consistent and you're providing value, the goals are going to happen. And if you love the journey, then that's it. So yeah, commend you for doing that and wish you all the success in 2023. Cause it sounds like there's, it's going to be a big year with all the value that you're bringing. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. 2022 is a big year. So I'm kind of, mm-hmm. the pressure's on, like, how do I top what <laughs> just happened? But I think we have, again, the right people, uh, the right offer, the right action plan to do it. The last thing I'll leave everyone with, cause like anytime I get an opportunity to speak publicly or in front of an audience, um, the quote that changed my life and that I remind myself of every day, like I have it on a big canvas right behind the screen, it's live in the day, mm-hmm. measure by the decade. And what that is saying is to show up every single day, like live in the day, right? Show up every mm-hmm. single day, get done what needs to get done, but don't look for the outcome right away. Because a lot of people show up, they send 10 cold emails, and then they're upset at the end of the day when they didn't book a call or close a client. Or when they put out a YouTube video and only got 40 views, and so they never post again. But if you just focus on the input, right? Get excited when you send 10 cold emails, regardless of what happens. Or get excited when you make 10 cold calls, regardless of what happens. Or get excited when you post two YouTube videos every single week, regardless of how many Mm -hmm. views. It sounds like corny, but... If you do that long enough, consistently enough, a decade later or a longer time later, even three months, four months, six months, 12 months later, you'll look back and be like, holy shit. And I just did this recently with with uh, Twitter. Like I felt like my growth was really stagnating on Twitter Mm -hmm. and I just kept posting. I, I just went back to what worked, which is posting consistently. And like every day, like I'm not noticing like a huge change in followers, but I put a note in my phone like three months ago to say like, Twitter growth slowed down, go back to the basics. Here's how many followers I had. And then I checked this like last week and I was shocked at how many followers I've grown. And I wouldn't have noticed on a daily basis because it's like 30 more followers today, 60 tomorrow, 70 the next day. But then you zoom out and it's like 3000 over the course of a month. You're like, whoa, it was that much. Yeah. And so, yeah, live in the day, measure by the decade words of wisdom. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Absolutely. And I, I, I want to put this out there too, as well. It's like, I think a lot of people when they start their, um, I would say like Twitter, YouTube journey, whatever it may be, they're really focused on producing the highest quality content possible. And a lot of gurus and, and coaches out there will say to focus on um, um, uh, quantity, sorry, versus uh, quality at first. And it's so true. But like that quality will 
like it, it will build itself after you're making consistent content, consistent Twitter content, consistent YouTube content. Like I didn't take any courses on video editing. I'm a terrible editor. I'm a terrible filmer, but I would like to think I'm okay at it now because I've just made like almost a hundred videos. You know what I mean? It's like that stuff just helps it out. And as you're starting to grow, you'll figure that stuff out. So don't sweat the small stuff. Just focus on getting something out there. And um, man, I, I love the consistency, dude. It's, it's super cool to see just like, it pay off for people. And the, the cool thing also is that it consistently pays off for people that are consistent. Yeah. It's like, it's never not worked for someone that is providing value on a consistent basis. Like it's just never not worked. And that's just the simple fact. So very, very cool stuff. 100%. Yeah. People are trying to hit it like a home run once uh, and get lucky once where that's not going to make you rich or wealthy. It's just going to be a false it's going to be a false start, uh, really, and that's, those are always the worst. So, yeah, stay consistent. This is really it's cliche, but it's the one thing that's gotten me here and a lot of other successful people as well. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Andre, that's uh, that's all I got for you, man. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I think there's there's been just tons of value in this one. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, keeping up with you in 2023. I'll, I'll put all your links in the in the description for my for my viewers to check you out. But again, thanks so much for the value you provide on a consistent basis. And uh, we'll be in touch. But yeah, for the people that watch this podcast, thank you so much for stopping by. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Yeah. Keep crushing it, bro. I love what you're doing. So.